Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Roma Happens Podcast. This is a show that uh, cannot beat Salernitana, but uh, we are kind of playing the finals of uh, all of Roma-related podcasts. In the finals, we are facing against some team that nobody's ever heard of. Um, <laughs> do you know who we're, who we're playing against in the finals? Was it, was it some Spanish people or who, who are we playing against Charizard? Conquistadores. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Roma has proceeded and uh, qualified for the finals of the Europa League in the most anti-football match of all time. Um, Bayer Leverkusen football players and fans and coaches are irate, angry. They are besides themselves, driving around downtown Berlin. Wait. Leverkusen, uh, begging through texts for a uh, number of Jose's assistants, but they're all in Portugal on a vacation because they all got red cards. Um, essentially, you hear what Xavi Alonso said, no. In his post-match pressure, uh, yeah, post-match press conference, uh, when asked about Mourinho, he said he boomed me. He boomed me. So fucking good. He repeated it four times. Jesus. I mean, you know, like, he, he, he did. He did. Mourinho pulled the unexpected. He put Cristante on CB as the third CB because we didn't have Smalling. And, uh, and uh, yeah, get boomed. 20, how many was it? 24, 26 shots on goal for Bayer Leverkusen against Roma. 28 to 3. 28 to 3. Oh, no. Are we just... Pulling out all the sports memes. Um, you opened so, up a can of worms there, buddy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens in Jose's third year if he stays with Rome. Um, so if you're unable to score against Cristante-led defense uh, with 28 shots... I don't think you deserve to fucking win. Twenty-four shots. What was it? I don't remember. It was like twenty. It was like twenty-three. It was north of twenty. Um, in the other news, Roma just uh, beat Salernitana in shithousery. Um, no, nah, I'm just kidding. They actually beat us. I I'm not sure. It was pretty shitty game actually. Come like all around. <laughs> I don't know. The referee is fucking blind, which is to be expected when, you know, all of our players just fall on the ground asking for fouls all the time. And the coach just kind of yells at the referee all the time. I'm not sure if I'm talking about the Boston Celtics or Roma anymore. Um, I don't 20, know. Like, 23 total with uh, to R1. Yeah. Um, Salernitana had the lead twice, and we also managed to to tie it up. Uh, some very questionable decision making on all ends, some questionable calls. The first half lasted for like forty or fifty five minutes, I think. Um, there was like the massive check where um, we scored an equalizer, and then it got called off because it hit like four arms. Not forearms, four arms. Twice of Belotti, one Ibanez, and I don't know who the third one was. As uh, as as the ball somehow ricocheted into the goal, and uh, yeah, 
<laughs> Celebnitana kind of did what everyone else does. They dominated Roma, and then Roma put on starters, and then they dominated even more. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of funny. The only player that seems to know how to win this year is Matic, and uh, he was great. Scored a goal. Played good. Played well. Screwed up a goal on the other end, though, for the key enter the game. And uh, then he kind of just didn't mark anyone, and uh, they scored. Woo! Yeah, but then he came back and scored. Yes, he did. So my name's Greaves. I'm joined here with John. <laughs> just kidding. We've kind of gone past the, the intro. Um, what do you think? What was worse for you, Bayer Leverkusen or, or uh, Salernitana draw? What was the, the worst experience? Uh, probably Salernitana. Actually, watching the Leverkusen uh, semifinal, like it was so bad, it was actually amazing to watch, and it made me a fan of the absolute shithousery, the anti-football that Jose Mourinho plays because twenty-three shots is like. It proves that you can have a star striker and all you really need is a good keeper and a good defense to to win because they they went in, they were expecting to play for a draw. All they wanted was a draw because they had the uh, goal from Eduardo Bove in the first leg. And it was amazing to watch as... You know, the Roma players went for a challenge uh, against the Leverkusen players, and then they'd get the ball out of play, and then they would fake like they'd been shot. I think I saw a statistic that said that out of the 90 minutes of the, um, out of the 90 minutes, only like 15 of them were actual, like, action on the on the pitch the rest of it was 48 minutes or something like 50 minutes it was like a half or something no no it was way less than that it was Mm -hmm. it was like 15 minutes or something like that it was amazing to watch i feel like i've seen that stat and that's that's too little i don't know i don't remember but it was it was wicked low it wasn't even right like it wasn't even close how how little the ball actually was in play. It was amazing to watch as Rui would just take his time. Uh, it was either at his feet or in his hands. He had he had the most touches out of everybody on the pitch. <laughs> it was it was just amazing. I was like like it was very nerve wracking watching but it was amazing to watch the end result i was like god damn and then to watch the salt from the leverkusen uh supporters their players they're like oh yeah that's like some of the worst football we'll be rooting for sevilla in the finals it's like yeah but you knew what was coming because chabi alonso like told you guys what was coming he played it too cautious at at the Olympico and was hoping for a draw there and then one leak through so now you got to play a goal behind to Jose Mourinho who is the absolute 
like he has a freaking masterclass video on how to park the bus. Like they parked the bus, put it on cinder blocks, took away the tires. There's no chance of moving. It was so amazing. I'm actually a fan. That was that was amazing to watch. And then Salernitana happened, and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I kind of like it's a cup game. Whatever, I don't mind that. I really don't mind playing cups that way. Like it, the point of a cup is to go through, not to win a game. Um, of course, anything can happen. I felt kind of like we were lucky because a lot of their shots were just next to the post, just besides the post. But um, I don't know. I feel like you can't complain when you fail to score against Cristante's central back. Well, I find it hilarious because they're like, oh, my God, they played like so much anti-football. We would have beat them, etc. Uh, if no. only they played to your strengths, you would have won. Wow. Really? Wow. If only you fouled Roma 25 times, we would have scored five goals from from uh, free kicks. Well, yeah. yeah, but the thing the thing that was hilarious, like the thing that was hilarious to me was uh, they played. Um, gonna butcher this. What's that? Monch and Gladbach. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, those dudes. But yeah. they played them, and they uh, they drew them two two. And they had thirteen shots, five on target to Gladbach's eleven and six, and they had forty six percent possession. And they're like, "Oh my god!" And the thing is, they fucking drew. Yeah. If they're so great, why didn't they win? Well, obviously, it's a better team than Roma. Wait. No, because no Leverkusen 6th, which we are, I guess, and Gladbach's 11th. <laughs> so, Roma's through playing Sevilla in the finals, and it's going to be Unstoppable Force meets Unmovable Object in uh, Sevilla, who has never lost Europa League, won 6 out of 6. What finals they played? And um, also, Jose has never lost a final of a cup. He is 5 for 5. So either it's going to be 7-5 or it's going to be 6-6. Six, six. I'm not entirely sure. Unless the game goes beyond penalties or they just go to game 2. Maybe make it a 7-7 seven seven series. series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Uh, but yeah. Maybe Sevilla won't show up in game 3. Maybe they get banned from Europe. That'd be nice considering who their sporting director, Mr. I Love Roma, always will, always have said. Sad. Fuck that guy. Um. Maybe. I mean, Palonta asked him to do a thing and Munch did it and it's stupid yeah, thing. Well, so. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Pilata. Fuck I feel like I feel like Munch never wanted to sell Roger really, but Palotta uh, was like, no, 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 we need to preserve the, the, the what you call it, dignity of our team. We need to make everything look clean. We can't have this dude who's smoking and drinking and stuff. We need Brian Cristante. Um, Brian Cristante. 
What do you have to say about Juve losing 10 points and also losing to Empoli? I mean, probably losing to Empoli, it's 3-0 right now and it's like 60th minute. Juve are one point behind three us. 3-0? Right what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fernando Caputo, Francesco Caputo is actually a two-way scorer, you know? 35 years old, he's like, come here Juve. I'm going to show you some tricks. So did you they even feel the competitive lineup? Yeah, they did. You can't teach old dog new tricks, but you can teach old lady new tricks. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about Yuva being behind us? Like one point behind, Roma's sixth as of right now with Yuva's penalty. We haven't won, by the way, in six games since we beat uh, Udinese. So in Serie A, Roma has not won for six consecutive games. Two losses for Jerome. Well, finally good for Juve. They'll uh, miss Europe. Kind of weird how that happened. Um, Will they miss Europe? Because they <clears throat> might still go to Conference League. Speaking of Can you imagine Juventus playing Conference League? I think they would uh, pull a Spurs and lose to, like, uh, who did they lose to? They lost, like, in the first round or something. They would they would break FFP so hard because they'd just be like, fuck it, let's just buy everyone beyond our capabilities. And UEFA goes, we will kick you out of Europe for a year. And they're like, we don't want to play Europa League, thank you. That's next year when they, you know, when they get the punishment. Next, next year. Um... I feel like Roma is one point behind Atalanta, so we either finish fifth. I don't think we're going to finish fourth, to be honest. Uh, not with two games to go. Milan has to lose one, draw one, and we have to win both. Um, so either we finish fifth, either we finish sixth, so Conference League, Europe, Europa League, or nothing. Um, I feel we don't win a single game by the end of the season. And, uh, Probably not. Yeah. And then we rely on Europa League win against Sevilla of all teams. Fun times, fun times. I think they can shit house. <clears throat> I think they can shit house a win. I'm not very confident, but I penalties. believe they can have. It's yeah, it's got to go to penalties or something. I feel like Sevilla is gonna pay the refs or something. Yeah. Like, was was watching. I was like, "Well, they won six. I wonder what they were like." And like, they were playing Benfica, and they got absolutely robbed. Like Benfica should have won that so hard. And I was like, "Yep, nope. Sevilla is a Sevilla is a joke." Like, so all you do is you just you you come down, you win the Europa League, and you win it. You go up to the Champions League and then you just dick around up there until you can get back to where you can drop down and then completely dominate the same the same competition over and over. And that way you don't really have to participate good in La Liga. Yeah. Kind of bullshit. Yeah, it is. Here's some stats for you. It's not stats, it's history, I guess. Yeah, here's some history for you. Fonseca's final season with Roma, we finished 7th, 62 points. Uh, 
on par actually with Sassuolo. What the? Um, 62 points. We won two games out of last eight to close the season out in a bit of a disaster. Um, but the wheels came off because we were kind of saving ourselves for the Europa League run. Um, last year we finished six with 63 points. Um, I won't go into detail on how we finished the season, but this year we've kind of finishing the season horrendously as well. So I just want to check something, and if I remember correctly, one moment. 2018-2019, we finished ahead of Lazio. Roma was sixth, Lazio was eighth. Um, six to six points in 2018 season. So Roma has kind of been stagnating for years now. Uh, this was under Eusebio Di Francesco. Some horrible football played right there. Season after that, Roma 70 points. Uh, finished fifth. Our highest placement since 2018 has been fifth with 70 points. Unless we win the last two games, which we won't. Probably. And 2018-2019 was the final time. Last time we actually finished ahead of Lazio. We have been finishing behind Lazio for four straight years. <laughs> yeah, 1920, 2021, 21, 22, and now 22-23 season. Four straight years we finished behind Lazio. So, are, why are we still entitled? Why do our fans still seem very entitled? They're like, ah, yes, we deserve better. Do we? This is consistency for like, what, last... Seven years we've been finishing at 60-ish points, with the exception of that 2018-19 season, where we were seventh. Where do we get this entitlement from? Is Roma uh, a high mid-table club? Yeah, I've made that argument in the last episode. So why the fuck are we uh, third highest salaries in Serie A? How do we do this? Because they need to, they act like they are Scudetto contenders, but it just comes down to they're paying the wrong personnel. It does, it does indeed. So, like, think about who we had on the team in since, since like 2018. We've had Enzonzi. Pastore, uh, that other guy that fails to, Robin Olsen, still that other guy, that other Argentine, Brian Cristante, no, Clivert, um, we could have had, uh, Carlos Perez, we could have had Zayesh, we could have had, uh, apparently you could have had Holland. Yeah, he was offered to us once, he said no. Somebody else. Um, shoot, I forget the other guy that just... I There was, yeah, there was another name and I forget. Doesn't matter. But, yeah, but yeah, anyway, but you think you think this. about it, like, Borja Mayheral. Um, Not the best striker out there. No, it's like serviceable. All we're doing is like getting serviceable people. We're not. It's they're just paying the wrong personnel, in my opinion. 
they're they're looking they're like oh that guy's performing pretty all right at real madrid let's get him well there's a reason that he looks good at real madrid not at roma and you know it just turns out pretty bad and then the problem is like then we have since 2018 we've had severe coaching we've had a coaching carousel you know we had edf had um i forget dilly ding dilly dong as a caretaker um yeah Ranieri. yeah claudio Ranieri. Fonseca, Mourinho, and the thing is, is like, you can't have that much turnover and expect, because then all you're doing is you're just having to play with the, you have to play with whoever they brought it, like whoever they wanted to bring in. And you can't impose your own identity on a team. And now we're slapped with financial fair play. People are like, Oh, should we go get this player? Should we go get that player? Oh, they're only they're on the cheap from like PSG or something like that. No, because we can't buy anyone. We have to get them on freeze. Why do you think we're in, in talks with out of contract players like Hasim Aor? Man, I butchered that. Or you know, Evan Indica, Yuri Tielemans. All we're doing is we're just going after people out of out of contract. And the thing is, is that I saw something. Roma does not want to get in a bidding war for players. So if other other teams come out with bigger contracts, we're out. So and we're stuck like this until like four years from now. Nobody really knows what the FFP deal is and uh, how it functions, how it works, like what we have to do and what we have to fulfill. Uh, I've read somewhere that Roma simply has to um, earn 80% of, or rather, uh, they're limited to spending 80% of what they earn. Um, somewhere it says that we're limited to only using 80% of what we bring in from pay- player sales. We cannot spend anything else except if we get player sales. But yeah. What's funny, who do we sell? <laughs> like, Ibanez. Sure, but here's here's the thing, right? Um, usually, when a coach says that his players are irreplaceable, some players on a team, some other like you can sell them if you need. Like if you need the money, you can just fuck it, sell them for th- flog them for thirty million, and be like, "Well, I'm just gonna get some kid from Argentina for five million, promote Primavera, whatever." Um, has anybody offered us money for Pellegrini, for Cristante, for? Smalling for Ibanez for Mancini. No, nobody's offering any money for those people. Nobody wants them. No team out there wants them. That is such a weird thing because we've overpaid them, so other teams don't want to don't want to pay them that much money, and they don't want to pay us much money either. Like they don't want those players. I think so, they want our players. I think they just want them on like a free. They don't want to pay Roma because you look like. You looked at uh, Ed and Jekko, you know, he's like, ah, oh, I want to leave. All right, bye. And then freaking Inter got him for like pennies on the dollar. Like 1.5 million or something. Yeah, they got him for cheap. 
And then Mikatarian, same thing. He went out, didn't even didn't even get anything for for him. And then he's gone. I think the only person that we got money out of was Alexander Kolarov. I think we got like a million for him. Yeah. It wasn't even it wasn't even worth anything. And then like I think the rest of it, like I think we could have got up to like three million for him, and then the rest of it was performance based incentives, so they just sat him on the bench the whole time until that ran out. So yeah, I think I think other teams want Roma's players. They just don't want to pay what Roma's asking. So they'll rather just get them on a free. I'm like I'm curious cuz if Smalling doesn't sign a contract extension and then he's gone on a free like what do we got to do for defenders? Every I think I think everybody knows in the league how in in a dire straits Roma is so they just wait for their players to to be out of contract and then pick them up and then Roma just can't get better they have to like I said they have to rely on freeze right now so I think they do care but like I'm sorry did you say they have to rely on threes no free free transfers oh okay 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 cool I thought we were, we were talking about the Celtics for a second. Like, right? Threes, yeah, yeah, I know. That's the problem with this team. Like, wait, what, what sport? Yeah, no, the it's uh, pretty It's pretty bad. Uh, pretty bad in all sports. <laughs> pretty bad in all sports that we follow. It's weird how two people from two totally different countries follow the same sports team. Continents. Yes. Countries. Yeah. Or just miniature cotton. Mm. But I don't care about smalling. I don't care for those. I know it's a very unpopular opinion, but and you 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 don't agree on, with with me on this at all. But I really don't care if we lose him. I don't think he's a good defender at all. Like he does ninety percent of things. Like he does everything ninety percent good. All right, genius. Who are you bringing in then off the bench care, to go like? Job. I know, but you're like, he's not a good defender. Right now, he's like our best defender. Yeah. There's nobody else. It got so bad, Cristant had to come and freaking play as center back. He's been injured every single year he was here, and he's overpaid massively. It can find defenders to pay $3 million to play for Roma. You definitely can. You can offer it to fucking Kim from Napoli. He is on $1 million a year contract, and he asked for two, and De Laurenti said no. So, you know. Yeah, but he's part of a Scudetto winning side. His he automatically has got that Scudetto tax on him. I bet I other mean, teams are looking like everybody that we're in for. Everybody else is looking at. I'm just saying there's solid defenders out there that you can just bring in and pay three million instead of Smalling. And I don't like him. I I don't like that he's losing duels. Like every single time you concede a goal, the the ball gets past him. That's not what a solid CB is supposed to do. Rui, fucking, I can't wait to see who we get instead of Rui. Um, but I swear, if you go into the next season thinking Rui is the savior, I'm done. I, I'm probably just not even going to watch. I can't anymore, man. Like, you expect your goalkeeper to rush at the ball, to save the to want to save the ball, to want to save the shot. Rui is just doing math on the, on the line. He's like, hmm, yes, if the ball is going this fast and it's going to land here, should I move my feet? No, no, no I'm going to stay here. 
the probability of the attacker hitting the ball is 35%. My god, just play fucking football. I can't bear to watch him anymore. Any low shot, he doesn't save it. Against Leverkusen, people said he was man of the match. He saved one shot, everything else was literally straight at him, or besides the goal. He said one save. One time that he had to actually save something. You look at stats, and stats are like, yeah, 15 saves. Yes, 14 shots straight at him. There were weak shots as well, not even good shots. Who cares? Like that, that's anyone can do that. Not to mention yeah. that the defense is kind of looking bleh every single time we play. Like, isn't the co isn't the goalkeeper the one who's supposed to tell them where to go and how to go or oh, whatever? Mm. This small this goal that we conceded against Salernitana. Um, I said that Smalling was at fault for letting the ball go through and not being aggressive enough. You said, well, what's he supposed to do? Rui is behind him and he's not the spryest of goalkeeper. Like, yeah, it's true. Fucking he, Smalling cannot risk anything. has to stay there because he knows Rui is not covering for him. <laughs> so whatever. I don't know. I'm Every single time, every fucking single time the ball goes through that tiny keeper box, the six-yard box, he doesn't even try to catch it. He doesn't try to do anything with it. I don't know. Slow yeah, he man. has the reflexes of a, of a not very good uh, reflex person. He has reflexes of, uh, of uh, Ray Patricio. Wow. Weird. <laughs> I brought the jokes today, man. Um, what did so... you do? Get a good nice rest or something? Fuck no. Did you win, like, one game of Dota and you thought you are on a winning streak? Uh, no, I lost one, won one, then lost one again. And then my friend was like, dude, we need to play more. I want to win. We can't end like this. And I'm like, I gotta record a podcast, brother. So, yeah. <laughs> Sad times. Now he's playing. I want. I, I can't even ask if he's losing or not. Are you uh, losing, son? <laughs> yeah. Next up. Who's more playing next? If you were wondering, it's 77th minute right now. Empoli is still 3-0 against Juve. I think they don't give a shit. Uh, oh, next, shit. Uh, next one's Fiorentina. Roma travels to Florence to play against Fiorentina away. Uh, are we going to find the win? Most likely not. Then again, Fiorentina is resting fucking everybody for their finals. How do you feel about that? I feel like I'm not Italian and I don't give a shit. I feel like that's good <laughs> for the coefficient. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because we like, have we have Inter in the Champions League final, Roma in the Europa League final, and Fiorentina in the Roma Cup title. I don't think um, Italian coefficient is threatened. It's number three right now, I think. Like, it's two or three. The fourth one was... Uh, fuck, was it the fourth? Netherlands. No, no, sorry. France. It was... No, Germany was behind, actually. It's England, Spain, Italy, France, Italy, Germany. Um, and then the fifth one was France, but now they've kind of dropped off and uh, Benfica, or Benfica, Portugal replaced them or something like that. And uh, the, the, whoever is like be below is just horrible. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm really it's not England, afraid. Spain, Germany, Italy, France, Netherlands, Portugal. Yeah, yeah. That cutoff, like after after Italy, I could really care less. They're so far behind. Yeah, but it's good, nice. Uh, it's, it's really nice. 
good 20 point difference. I wonder what the lowest one is. I think San Marino. I think San Marino. San Marino. Um, I think it shows that, um, like, okay. I like to say that winning is done in practice and training and the training grounds, not on the pitch. Um, if you enter the pitch and you haven't, you don't know how to win on the training grounds, you're just not going to win a game. Um, same can be applied actually for this season of Serie A. Um, Italian teams are so good because they're so challenged in Italy. Like all of these teams are just like Inter has been horrendous this season. Milan has been losing games left and right and like just can't string three passes together for months. Uh, Juve is on and off. Lazio has been horrendous. Roma has been beyond awful. Like you can't even describe. But then they go to Europe and the opposition is kind of inferior because Italian teams are just, I don't know, going all out on, on attack. There is no more Catenaccio, there is no more bunkers. They're trying to attack, they're trying to win every game. Like for fuck's sake, we can't beat Cremonese and, and, and Sampdoria. <laughs> like they they've started to beat teams. So I don't know. I feel I feel Italian teams give really, really good sparring sessions to uh, other like bigger teams playing in Europe, and then they go to Europe and they're like, oh this shit, this shit's easy. This is your attack. Salernitana plays better than you guys. Yeah, it's actually kind of fun to watch as uh, everybody's like, oh, yeah, Syria is dead. It's like, eh, it's not dead. It just uh, decided to take a quick vacation for a couple of years. But Syria they've always like, been there. Syria is like punk. It's not dead. It's just kind of trotting on. It's never yeah, really going to recover. Yeah. Sad, but true. So, but it's good. Uh, it's a good uh, product. Just we just follow who? like the most aggravating product. <laughs> I mean, this year everybody's been the most aggravating product. Who's gonna finish fourth even? It's gonna be Milan, maybe. If if they lose one and then win one, Atlanta win both. I think actually Boy. Jesus. Let's see. So Milan, need... Milan has two goal difference on Atalanta. And three points, three point lead. So, Roma, Atlanta, Milan are kind of slaughtering each other for the final spot, and that's uh, gonna be fun. Yeah, it. Roma really needed the three points today. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, we needed three points in any of the previous six matches. So, this is actually funny. Um, goals scored in the in, in top seven teams. Napoli 73, Lazio 55, Inter 67, Milan 60, Atlanta 59, Juventus 54, Roma 47, Monza 46, Bologna 48, Torino whatever, Fiorentina 48, Udinese 45, Salernitana 45. Basically, there's so many teams that Roma just belong. Like these sub 50 goal teams. Roma just belongs there, man. It's fucking dumb. I hate that. I hate it so much. Um, but yeah, what can you do? What can you do? It's kind of becoming, uh, for me at least, it's it's it's. I enter. I I watch these games knowing we're gonna be so shit, and I still get depressed just watching it. 
Nobody can string a pass. There is no chemistry. Zalewski is leading a fast break. Roma has six players in the break against three defenders, and he de decides to stutter step for like four seconds, and then he shoots from 20 yards out, and it goes over the goal. Like, god damn, man. That just embodies everything that's been plaguing Roma this last two years. There is zero offensive attacking chemistry. No plays, no... No idea what to do with the ball, and people go like, Well, they haven't played together much, the Solbach and Zalewski Bellotti team. Uh, that's no, have you ever seen it before? Uh, do they not play in training? Do they never see themselves in training? Like, what's what's going on? They never Apparently, really... Roma sees themselves in training, because I remember last year that Mourinho got a drone and has a freaking, like, a projector screen to show people what's going on from above. Uh... Yeah, fun. Fun's great, really. It's perfect. It doesn't do shit for them again, apparently. I don't know. No. They're like, huh, look had... at that. I didn't comb my hair today. Weird. When we had Wayne a couple episodes ago, he said that the players lack quality, but... Uh, and I agree with him. Our players are not the best quality, but... They're unsellable. Still? <laughs> you know, on the Celtics topic... My god... That's all I have to say about Celtics. Um, but yeah, do you feel like... Are you going to Budapest, by the way? It's in Hungary, guys. It's not Romania. Am I going? Yeah, are you going? I'd like to. I don't know if I have the days off yet. Oh, boy. Me neither. Uh, I can have days off if I ask my boss, but I'm not sure if I should ask him, because he might answer. Well... The thing is, is if uh, if I get the days off, I probably won't. Like, I'd probably go to Budapest. I probably wouldn't go to the game. I'd probably like mm -hmm. be outside, or I might go to like Rome and watch the parade. I don't know. Watch the parade, not participate in the parade. I would participate. I would freaking. Uh... Who is the goalkeeper from uh, the World Cup this year? The, the, the guy that we couldn't remember three times now with the weird nickname, the Argentine Keeper. Yeah. Uh, Martinez. Emiliano Martinez. Damian yeah. El Emiliano Martinez. The most hated man in football. I love the charm of South America, man. I don't care. Give me all the vulgarity and all the primitivism. And Europe just goes, oh my, what is this person doing? How can he? Is it not embarrassing? I don't give a fuck, dude. Give me South American fireman. So, quick topic. Uh, is Bove supposed to get the armband next year? And uh, considering the answer is yes. What do we do with Pellegrini? Do we sell him or do we just keep him as a sub? Pellegrini is a starter. You can't argue that he's not a starter. Yeah, he can. He's horrible. You know, today he had two two tackles in our box. He was like goal-saving tackles, you know? The problem is, we wouldn't really need... <laughs> is the picture of Emiliano <laughs> Martinez with the fucking... Awesome. Awesome. Um... With the glove, with the golden glove. No, like uh, Pellegrini had like amazing tackles and stuff, but 
we would never, ever, ever, ever need those tackles if he had an ounce of positioning or observation skills or football intelligence or idea how to play defense or not being run past by forwards whilst he's like kind of standing slash jogging as third last man defense like, like dude play run want the ball and then he tackles them inside the box like uh, great tackles fantastic yeah that's something Pellegrini is known for tackling yes it's gonna happen every game surely but what is gonna happen every game is midfielders tracking the ball and tracking movements of other midfielders and preventing them from actually, you know, getting past them. Pellegrini does not have that sense of pride and I really could not care for him. But I do want Bobby to get the fucking armband because he's energetic and wants the ball and wants to protect defense and help defense and help offense and he's taking shots and he's also intervening on both ends and he's fucking awesome. He's not the most skilled player, but He's trying. He's really trying. Hmm. It seems like we've lost Char. It's gonna be just a my monologue for the end of the yeah, episode. Yeah, that's all you do. All you do is all you do is freaking monologue. <laughs> Quick question: Cake or pie? Ah, uh, why do you do this to me, pie? CS:GO or Call of Duty? Call of Duty. Actually, no. no, I take that back. I take that back. Battlefield. No. CSGO yeah. or Call of Duty? Battlefield. No, answer the question. Still Call of Duty. Call of Duty, okay. Uh, Battlefield Battlefield or Halo? Oh, Battlefield. <laughs> uh, goalkeeper or winger? Goalkeeper. You want to be a goalkeeper? I am a goalkeeper. You haven't seen my collection. Dunk or three? Three dunk. Three a dunk. dunk is just disrespectful. Like, you can end people's careers on a dunk. <laughs> a three is just like, I'm bored. I don't want to run all the way in. It's too challenging. Paletti or Tati? Tati. <laughs> Why do you ask such weird questions? I don't I feel know. like this is I feel like this is that uh thing we did a couple episodes back, only this one has no uh rhyme or reason. Yes. Where's uh, that dude? Ah, ah. What dude? I'm trying to find Santon, David Santon, that's who I'm thinking David of. Santon. Great player, amazing player, fantastic player. He uh Whatever he was on, it would concede. Yeah, him. Fucking A. He was playing for Fonseca, like, starting RB because we had nobody else. There was nice. a moment where we had to beg Pastore to come out of um, Island, wherever he was, and be like, we don't have enough players, please. It's either you or Primavera, and our Primavera is shit. Please come play. And he's like, sunglasses off. Okay. Fucking, yeah, he came in from Inter for 9.5 million. <laughs> yeah, oh but we gave to Jean Jesus. Yeah. Who <laughs> uh. won a title at Napoli. Shout out to Jean Jesus, one of the most wholesome players we've ever had. Not the best defender, but 
I don't know. I would rather have him than Cristante in our team. Just remembering now how bad he was, I would still want Christo, him over Cristante. At least he wanted to play. But like, yeah. can you imagine? You're a bad player, but the highlight of your career is pocketing Messi in Champions League quarterfinals. What's wrong with that? Nothing. It's fucking amazing. Story for the lifetime. Um, so Spalletti is leaving Napoli. And if Jose doesn't win the Champions League or Europa League. Wait, um, where did you see Spalletti's leaving Napoli? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he, he already said he's leaving. He confirmed it. Because, um, I don't know. Aurelio de Laurentiis is fucking weird owner. Doesn't want to pay people more money and they deserve it. Um, so, Spalletti is leaving Napoli. Jose, if he doesn't qualify for Champions League with Roma, might actually leave. Even if he does qualify. I don't know how you say no to PSG or Saudi Arabia or whatever um, to stay in this where like team is shit and you can't really change it but um, but yeah yeah uh, would you be open to a hypothetical Spalletti 3.0 reunion uh, I would I don't know if he would oh yeah he definitely would I don't doubt that and I feel like most fans would be okay with it because you know Spalletti has had historic success um, in Rome but I feel like Kurvasud would just I don't know riot if, if he was signed again they actually do you think that they would like hold the grudge still hypothetically or would they just be like oh yay mister you're back uh, I think they'd hold a grudge because Roma is weird like that yeah. Today, there was a news that uh, one of the ultra fan groups wanted to bring in a banner in support of uh, Roberto Rulli, the owner of the owner, the founder of Fedain, the one of the first ultra groups in the world and the first uh, ultra group in Italy. And police said no because I quote, he was a felon. Like minor demi minor misdemeanors such as like fights in the street and shit, and most of those were like self defense. Roberto Rulli was basically the dude who uh, would always go and always sing Roma songs uh, on away matches. Sometimes he was even alone, like literally just one dude standing in the away stand and just singing all game long. So like he was often attacked, he was often mocked and ridiculed. Other, um, I don't want to say ultras because it didn't exist back then. Other fans would attack him in the streets because he was very, very, very recognizable. Like, you know, he had long uh, curly hair. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know, how the fuck do you ban Roma fans from <laughs> using a Roberto Rulli? Ah, uh, banner. Simple, you put on a police police uniform and say no. Meanwhile, Cristiano Ronaldo, a convicted rapist, was allowed to enter stadium. So... Weird. Wait, is he convicted? Oh my god, not this again. <laughs> Are we just gonna talk about convicted rapists every episode? God damn it. What? I what? didn't want to bring this up, but whatever. It's it, it just occurs to me like how how is a football player who's like actually convict convicted of crimes? How does he enter football stadiums but police goes, No no no, you cannot enter with a knife. Like that dude entered with a dick. Dick's just basically a knife. <laughs> it goes in a sheath. <laughs> oh no. Sounds so wrong. Why am I laughing at that? 
that's uh, okay. that's how that works. And Roma is shit. That's how that works. Uh, I like the tie-in. I mean, I kind of said that um, it's amazing how how far the Celtics have reached being completely uncoached. And then I was thinking about it, watching this game against Talenitana, I was like, it's amazing that this team has reached so far being completely uncoached. Because whatever you ask people, like whenever you talk to Roma fans, you're like, oh, attacks, uh, our attack sucks. And they're like, well, the players are shit. Our midfield sucks. Oh, the players are shit. Our defense concedes goals. No, we're not. Well, we don't. And you pull out the stats that you concede to goal per game. Well, dear shit, like your bunnies is crap, man. Mancini is so bad, and Smalling is the only thing that works, man. Like, okay, so, uh, who is in charge of coaching them? Well, not, it's not Jose Mourinho's job. His job is to tell them they're nice and that their moms love them and stuff. And, uh, cool. So basically, Roma is also uncoached. Nobody, nobody's ever going to say that this Roma side is well coached and well drilled. That does not happen. Meanwhile, Atalanta. Sadness, sadness, dude. Uh, do we have anything else to talk about, or do you want to talk about something more cheerful, cheerful like uh, global warming? How about it's the 90th plus four minute, and it's 4-1. So, did Caputo get the hat trick? No. No. Piccoli? What the? What is a piccoli? It's a cucumber that's been in brine for a little bit. Isn't it piccolo? No, that's Actually, a little flute. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Did you know that uh, Mattia Destro is actually on the bench for Empoli? Huh. Isn't that like the? Enemy dude from GI Joe. Wait, you're you're not American. You wouldn't know. Matia Destro? No, that's the former Roma player. Yeah, I know. There's a GI Joe action figure called Destro. Destro. I think I've had, or someone I know has had it. There's one more thing that I just want to address. Um, country of Spain, you're fucking morons. Thank you. If I like you're wondering, how the Valencia the fans is. doubled down on that. <laughs> there was a video released by Vinicius Jr. showing uh, isolated cases that are not so isolated. All of like stadiums and massive groups of people outside of stadiums just chanting racist stuff and chanting him to die and stuff. Um, yeah, Spain, fix your fucking shit. You're almost Eastern Europe the way you behave. What the fuck? Not even in Eastern Europe would you have so much blatant racism. Horrible, 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 horrible. But yeah, uh, fun times, fun times. It's 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 a really good uh, time of the year to be a sports fan. I don't know. I like uh, the best time for me to be a sports fan is probably like September through December, because American football is going on, Roma's going on, and. The Celtics are going on. And then I don't have to worry about the heartbreak of the playoffs. It's just regular season. For everyone. And everything's fine. And great. And now it comes down to playoffs. I think 
Which would you rather watch, regular season or playoffs? And what? What's like anything? Anything? Just pick, like, pick a sport. Four-one full-time. Empoli wins. So slightly complicated answer to that. Uh, congrats to Empoli. Would be simply I. I kind of didn't really care much for the regular season. I kind of like to see what. Just watch my team for whatever. But then playoffs come and I'm like, okay, time to see the team turn it on. That doesn't exist anymore. Uh, playoffs are just kind of more of the regular season. And uh, which is fucking weird. You have teams of people analyzing your opponents. And you, nothing changes. You just play the same, really? But uh, it used to be playoffs. Nowadays, it's kind of like... I'm a fan of a team, and then they play other teams, so I kind of am more interested to see other teams. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, I really I really hope... Like, I'm one of those people that doesn't want to blame players. Um, I feel everyone deserves a chance to develop and prove themselves. If you're having a bad year, I believe that um, it can be fixed. But right now, I just wish... The entire Celtics roster and the entire Roma rosters were just disassembled and filled with entirely new players. On the Celtics, I would keep Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon. And on Roma, I would keep Bove. And uh, that's pretty much it. That's that's pretty much it, yeah. I really don't care about anyone else. Spinazzola might be leaving for uh, Real Madrid. That's awesome. We can sell him for five million. I want more than that. I mean, we want more than that, yeah. I like in my football manager save how Brian Cristante went to uh, AC Milan for like forty million. Sure. Anyway. In other news, Roma is trying to swap um, for Scamacca. Awesome. And uh, there's rumors that uh, Roma and PSG are in um, the battle for Yuri Tillemans, which is how you know the, the story is bullshit. I don't know what's what's less likely, that Roma outbids someone or that PSG wants Yuri Tillemans. Carlo Ancelotti reportedly wants the Real Madrid to sign 30-year-old Italian defender Pinazzola. I hope so. Actually, that... I kind of hope so. Is that Greek accent? No. I don't know. Yeah, me too, because that's what Minzalevsky would fucking play on the fucking left. I swear to God, the game started today and he misplaced like four passes in the first five minutes. He doesn't know how to play right side defense. Don't play him in defense and don't play him on the right. Please play him on the left for the midfield, please. Yeah, no, that would be great. Why are we playing two fucking strikers? Why are we playing Belotti and Tammy Abraham or Belotti and Pellegrini or whoever the fuck starts but um, who was it? Tahirovic today? Two strikers, but Zalewski's playing RB. Why? By the way, uh, Tahirovic started today and he was playing defense. Isn't he a striker? Like, I saw a comment somewhere that, that says. I don't know what you people see in Tahirovic, and I agree. I have no idea what people see, see in him, except... I don't know, like, I, I see nothing in the kid because he's just playing out of position. His... I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be looking at. He's playing midfield and, and, and defense, and he's a striker. I can't you judge that. 
Okay. Um, he's a central midfielder. To, moving on to, to, to a better topic. He's a what? He's a central midfielder. I swear he was a striker. Central central midfield, defensive midfield, and attacking midfield. You know what? I don't believe you. Fine, don't believe me then. Market value 1 million euros. Birthplace Sponga, Sweden. I wonder what you're looking at. Uh, not transfer marked. Definitely not. Wow, midfield slash central midfield. Okay. Huh. My bad. I was trying to figure out why this kid plays midfield as a striker when he's actually a midfielder. Cool. He has a face that looks that resembles Matic. It's a very Balkan face. Yeah. It's a very kind of looks more like um, uh, Mancini. Like a love child of Mancini and Jacko. Oh my god, stop. I'm sorry, do you not support same-sex couples having children of love? What is this? Seriously? What kind of American are you? Oh wait, no, wait. Half of US thinks it's... Half of US is progressive and the other half of US wants Swiss Shepherds. <laughs> I mean, I want Swiss Shepherds. But I'm not in that way, I just, I just like the breed, fuck. God damn it. Can, can white supremacists and racists and shit stop, Nazis, stop stealing normal, regular, casual things? Like the, you know the sign with the hand where like you put your thumb and your pointer finger up against each other's and like you, like you make a circle? That used to just mean excellent in all corners of the world and the only difference was what you use it for. Like in the Balkans, it was like, ah, oh, food is excellent. You know, that was that's what it meant. In Germany, it was like, yes, this is excellent. Thank you. I feel great. And, and like in other parts of the world, you would use the same thing, but for different like situations. Meanwhile, fucking racists use it to show, I don't know, white supremacy or something. That actually that? started on 4chan. It's real. Yes, but somebody did it as a joke on 4chan, and then it took off. Oh my god. Like, I wonder if we can take the OK symbol and make it, like, tell people that there's racist connotations to it or whatever, and make something completely bullshit up, and then it did. Why was the Pirate Bay cancelled with 4chan exists? Because Pirate Bay was hurting uh, the memes. Pockets of Bill Gates and, yes. and, and 6G vaccines? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, I think we should mention these things more because all of these conspiracy theory stuff actually gets filtered really well. Um, and pe like it's somehow very popular. I don't know. So next podcast, we're going to talk about Roma's uh, influence on, on uh, 6G harp machines and weather controlling devices and Putin. Putin. I want some Putin, actually. Thanks. Now I'm hungry, asshole. Do you have anything to add, or do we want to ramp up this episode that lasted, like, what, 10 minutes? I have nothing. No, in 59 minutes, what the frack is that? I have nothing to add. Roma play Fiorentina next. We're in a final. Budapest. Celtics are shit. I might go to Budapest. We'll find out. And City of Boston simply cannot handle Miami.
as evidence. I hate you. Why do you bring that up? Just end it with something good. Uh, end it with something good. Hang on. I got it. I got it. I got it. You received a jersey recently, and who is the sponsor of the jersey? Hold on a minute. Let me go look at it. <laughs> Add a tip. Uh, what? Add a tip. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's, I got two. I got one. two jerseys recently. Oh, for fuck's sake! They both came today. I just didn't show you the other one. Okay. That's horrible. Thanks for it. listening, everybody. Follow us on Twitter and join our Discord server where we discuss Roma very, very briefly during games and uh, then a lot more during the off days. We uh, we're all depressed and cry together and hold hands and... Uh, and play carball. Play carball. Uh, I cut you off. You wanted to say something, but I kind of don't care. What's up, bro? What's up? What? Oh, I was just going to do a shameless plug on something. Yes, tell me. They got this thing where I got the other jersey called Mystery Foot Company. Uh, Mystery Football Kit Company. Every month you get a free... Well, not a free. Every month you get a subscription and they give you a free football jersey. So the nice. one that I got that came today was from uh, the Turkish League 1 uh, Saryasapur. And then I got the other one that I'm not telling you, nice. but that one I ordered on my own. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Rocket Lego. Uh, Rocket small update League. before we end. I just read another comment um, regarding what happened with, with the banner. So, <clears throat> one of the mods of the server, we have like 20 mods and 3 active users in the server, said um, the protest from the Ultras today, as uh, we had no Ultras in the in the uh, main section of the stands, like Corvosod, was just empty. Uh, protests from the Ultra started with Fedain being denied bringing the famous Brigata Roberto Rulli banner by the police. Um, that was like the f first, like, that banner hasn't been used, I think, since he died in what 1989, I think. So, that banner was stolen. No, 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 no. The, the stolen one was uh, just Fedain uh, banner. That was like the second one ever made. Like the first original Fedain banner was somewhere. Like it, it's not lost, but like someone has it. And they're not using that, the original one. So like they made a new one in 19... I'll say 79 or 1980. Uh, they've been using this one, but like it's not the original. So... Um... Sorry, where was it? Yeah, so they were uh, denied bringing the banner by the police, so they decided to not show up. And then they told the other ultra groups, um, and the other ultra groups decided not to show up as well. And they entered or just stood in the stairs, and they didn't want to allow anyone to even use their seats. So fun times, fun times. Yep. Uh, That's good. That might not be fully accurate, though. Who cares? Mm. At this point, I don't care. There's like two different versions <clears throat> of the story. One of those is kind of true. One of those is kind of rumors. But it's something about the banner. Uh, never 
Sure, and all day with Roma Ultras. But I fully support the uh, celebrating Roberto Rulli. He was great from what I heard. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, join us next time where we'll be talking about Roma's defeat to Fiorentina. Have, uh, have a nice whatever you're doing with your life. I'll be running like a brother gun days. On me for tease. Every day hunting justice like a job for AIDS. Swing a spade, rhyme craze. I move strategic lyrics blaze whenever heated on point. Inflaming MCs like joints and man of action. Reactions like the back end. State of mind.